0: is another kxpn sports presentation espn tri-cities presents high school football second and five at the six takes the snap he'll hand it off to hampton off the left side he's into the end zone touchdown gibbon Sean Hampton that time went right between Daniel Yepes and Roman Colbert and was able to walk into the end zone. This afternoon, it's a battle of unbeatens in gibbon as the Buffaloes welcome in the Bridgeport Bulldogs. High School Football on ESPN Tri-Cities is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Fourth and goal at the one. King, hard count. Takes the snap. Low snap. He dumps it over here to Belleville, but there's nowhere for him to go in the third time in a row that Gibbon stopped him on fourth. After a surprising 3-0 start to the season, Gibbon looks to keep it rolling and avenge last year's 13-point loss at Bridgeport. It's the Bulldogs and the Buffaloes coming up next, but first it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio's Jeff Babel live from Gibbon right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrid.
2: And good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Gibbon High School, home of the Buffaloes for afternoon football here in the state of Nebraska on ESPN 1460 KXPN. It's a battle of unbeatens tonight as 2-0 Bridgeport will travel east all the way to Gibbon, Gibbon 3-0 on the year with their defeat last week of Hershey by a score of 20-6. to It's a little windy out there, but good field field conditions out there. We'd like to welcome you in. To the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer, today. Well, we're glad to at least be here because uh, some circumstances allows us to be here. Carney Catholic's game at Ogallala uh, was, I guess, we'll call it COVIDed out uh, due to a, a player on the Ogallala team having it, and then a couple of late-breaking uh, games in the last about 10-15 minutes. We found out that Hastings at Alliance. Hastings was in Sydney when they actually found out that their game with Alliance was canceled because Alliance has a positive test. Also, Sandy Creek and Wilbur Claytonia canceled for this evening. But we are going to have football here from Bridgeport. Again, 2-0 Bridgeport and 3-0 Gibbon here in the Hogameyer Hybrids pregame show. We'd like to welcome you in. I'm Jeff Babel. Grant High back in the studio to the Carney Towing Repair broadcast booth. We're here on the road bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing and Repair is on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. We had a chance to catch up with the coaches earlier this um, today, and we'll start first with the away team, the Bridgeport Bombers, and head coach uh, for Bridgeport is, uh, excuse me, Jeremy Rymers. And we'll take a break, come back with the coaches next. You're listening to High School Football on KXPN Carney and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com.
3: for you.
0: And welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on ESPN Radio. A little afternoon football as uh, folks from Bridgeport make the drive out to uh, Gibbon to battle the undefeated Buffaloes. Head coach Jeremy Reimers is with us and there's actually a little history between the teams, but coach, you haven't been there very long at Bridgeport and uh, you have to like what you've seen so far right now from your team.
4: Yeah, we've been playing good. Um, It helps when you got 14 seniors on the roster and uh, they're gelling well and buying into what I want to do in my second year, and playing really good on the defensive side of the ball. And usually, when you do that on the defensive side of the ball, it leads to good offense as well. And I mean, they're just playing well and having fun.
0: Last time Bridgeport had a winning record before last year, and the last time they made the playoffs, they lost to Given back in 2015. Are you getting any uh, inside scoop from the folks there about today's game?
4: Oh no, not too much. Just. Uh, Just watching some film on them. They got some good players. But, uh, yeah, I I do know about that, though. (laughs) I was going to say, that has nothing to do with
0: today's game because everybody would be gone, and and the coaches are are different as well. Uh, Today's game uh, was a late addition for us on radio because of COVID. We want to get as many of these games are, but uh, I'm glad that this was our backup. And and that affected you guys uh, last week. uh, You had to search one out. Talk a little bit about what that was like trying to find a game and then going down to Kansas
4: believe it or not, when that came out right away, we got within a half-hour call from Goodland, Kansas. So, actually, it was pretty (laughs) stress-free. The only thing that kind of wasn't fun about it was making the drive down there, but I mean, we're pretty used to that being out here in Western Nebraska and everything. We make some long journeys, so I mean, this is one of three this week, and then we'll go to Valentine. We have four, three four-hour road games, so I mean, we're just kind of used to it living where we are. What about getting off to this 3-0 and start, though, Coach? I'm guessing you
0: found out a little bit more about your team. The first two wins were fairly uh, widespread, fairly, I guess you would say, maybe easy if you just look at the score. And you found out a little bit more about your team last week.
4: Yeah, we did. Um, we had a chance to kind of put the thing away in the third quarter, and uh, we ended up having a big-time fumble at a key part in the game, and it kind of turned the tides for them, but I think that was really good for our kids to understand, like because we have a couple young kids in some spots, and it was our quarterback, and he's still learning some ropes on some things, and understanding um, we can't do those in those situations. If you want to win the game, um, we can't have those mistakes. Now, we found a way to win, and our defense played awesome the whole game. We had some big breakdowns, um, but I think they kind of got the picture like if we want to be really successful this year, we can't have those type of mistakes. You guys uh, love
0: to run the football, and that's one of the reasons you've got uh, some of these guys back on the line and you've got a really good uh, senior running back here in Cole. It's it's not like you won't throw the ball. You're averaging about 10 per ball game, but when you're ahead like you were in the first two games, you didn't have to really throw the ball around. What do you think about the balanced offense? And tell the fans here out in uh, central Nebraska about your back.
4: Um, Cole, he's a great kid. Um, He's had a really good senior campaign so far. He's been averaging just over 140 yards a game. Um, And he's a great young individual. He's what you ask for as a team leader and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I couldn't ask for a better leader and running back to kind of lead our way this year. He's had a great senior campaign so far. You
0: weren't giving up points until last week, as you said, uh, kind of dug a hole, though, in a couple of spots. What about the way the defense is playing? Because it looks like that might be more of the key in this game.
4: Yeah, and our defense overall has been, I would say, really, really good throughout the year. I mean, we've averaged only given up under 45 yards rushing against every team, we've just been trying to find some different pieces and maybe moving a couple guys around in our past defense because that's what we got to really sure up right now and fix because that's where we've been giving up big chunk plays is in the past game. If we get that fixed, I mean, it's going to be hard for teams to score if they only get 50 yards or less rushing on us. So,
0: Jeremy Reimer is head coach of the Bridgeport Bulldogs taking on Gibbon this afternoon. Well, let's take that a step farther. As you look at the Buffaloes, Obviously, Sean Hampton is their workhorse. Uh, what do you see in him?
4: Uh, he's a good running back, good um, good vision, good strong runner. And add to that, he's really fast. Um, he had one big long run on us when we played last year. And so he's a kid you got to always know where he is. Um, definitely their best player on offense. So um, corral him, though, and we should be all right, though. Well, we know the Gibbons Saga
0: coach, uh, they couldn't get in the win column last year. Now they're 3 and 0. How much different are they than the team you faced last year?
4: They're way more balanced on offense, and that has made a big change for them. I think their quarterback's throwing the ball well. I don't, last year they didn't throw it very much. They gave it to Sean, and Sean was kind of the show last year. Now they got a bunch of different guys contributing. Way more balanced attack on offense. Defense, they're just playing hard. Um, and so they're a good opponent this year. They've made really big improvements. Um, Coach has done a good job over there, and they're playing well right now.
0: I, like, I think a lot of folks are going to know after today, but I would like to know from you right now, Coach, you get through and you've got a tough one with St. Pat's next week, but you get through these next two weeks, this is a Bulldog team that could really make some noise in the postseason. And even if you have one trip up in your 7-1, this is a team that's probably got some pretty high goals. Can you share those with us, what you kind of think this team is capable of? I mean,
4: we got some big goals out there, um, and we're hopeful for what we can bring. But I always, I mean, big goals obviously make the playoffs, and then from there, I mean, I have some kids also have some other personal goals. Once we do that, I always tell them, take one day at a time, enjoy the journey, enjoy the trip, because especially this year more than most, you don't get many games. And some kids get some kids. Some games taken away this and that so enjoy the journey every opportunity you get and um those goals keep them in the back of your head because they're great to have because we do have some big goals a lot of seniors out on our team this year and some of those goals yeah win a playoff game do some of those things okay um make a run in the playoffs this year but i mean keep that in the back of your mind and, uh just go have fun this year because not every state gets to do what we're doing so
0: Yeah, no doubt about it, and it should be a perfect afternoon here today. Coach, just last question. Does an afternoon game, I mean, you guys make the travel. It's not a six-hour trip, but it is significant. Uh, Is there anything different as you prepare on this Friday?
4: Just waking up early, I guess.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Coach, uh, if that's all, then I know we're going to have a pretty good football game here this afternoon. And, uh, Coach, thanks for the time, and uh, best of luck the rest of the way.
4: Hey, I appreciate the phone call, and thanks. Bridgeport.
0: It. You bet. Bridgeport head football coach Jeremy Reimers, and we're going to come back and preview the given Buffaloes as we get ready for some afternoon football, a battle of unbeatens here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on ESPN Radio.
5: Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center
0: Back this afternoon on the Meyer Hybrid's pregame show in Gibbon for a battle of unbeatens, and Buffalo head coach Steve Yaki joining us here to chat about his 3-0 and ball club. Just saw him a couple of weeks ago with a very impressive win over Donovan Trumbull, and they get the job done again last week. And Coach, you have to be very pleased with the start you've seen from this football team.
8: Yeah, um, I, I'm just really happy for our kids because they've definitely taken their lumps this These past couple of years and but they've they've bought into what we've been trying to tell them and they've just they've improved so much and they've they've really gave up everything to come in during the summertime and get stronger in the weight room. And I'm just I'm really happy for them that they get the chance to play in a big C2 game. I got the feeling from a lot of folks that after you beat
0: Sandy Creek, they thought, well, Sandy Creek's still a really good football team. They just turned it over a lot. Well, your defense played very well in that game, and your defense has continued to play well for you. Talk about what you're seeing on that side.
8: Yeah, that, that has been a strong point of our team. I'm, I mean, that's kind of what we like to hang our hat on is being a good run defensive team. Um, I, I still think we need to improve in the back end. Um, we've given up some yards passing, but I, I do think we're getting better at that. But I really, our front eight has done a solid, solid job this year of just slowing down the other team's run team or run offense. And we're going to have to do it again tonight for sure because Bridgeport is really, really good. That's their bread and butter. Tell me a little bit
0: about uh, how you thought you played last week against Hershey.
8: Um, you know, it, it started off kind of slow. Um, we got some rain out there early and that definitely affected our passing game, but we were, our offensive line did a tremendous job. We were able to set the tone. Those guys are so physical. Um, You know, Hershey ran some really tough blitz combinations and our offensive line, Javier Hernandez and Daniel Yepes. I'm so proud of those guys, too, because last year they might not have been as quick as what we would have liked them to be, and they really took it to heart in the off season, and their footwork is just tremendous this year, and they're they're really being leaders on our offensive line.
0: Well, we've talked a little bit about Bridgeport, and obviously you guys have some history with them uh we joked with coach uh, out there at Bridgeport that the last time they played at a playoff game it didn't go so well against Gibbon but last year obviously it did two totally different teams maybe last year but Steve what do you remember about last year's game
8: yeah and to go back we don't have a lot of history with Bridgeport but from the little bit we do have I was talking with coach Montgomery about this last night and there's just been some solid football games in these past four or five years with us in Bridgeport. And it's it's almost kinda turning into a little mini rivalry with as far as away as we are from each other. But last year's game, you know, we started off really well, I think. I don't remember for sure, but I think we were up three nothing at half and we played really solid, but then our Our defense just kind of fell apart. We gave up some big plays. um, So we're definitely going to have to be solid all game. Um, You know, I told you earlier, their, their running offense is tremendous. But at the same time, our defensive backs cannot fall asleep against these guys because they really do like to hit their tight end on some deep routes. And their quarterback has a really good arm, too. Well, they got a lot of
0: kids back. There's no doubt about that. And and you had a good uh, crew coming back as well. And and you mentioned the running game, and we talked about it with the Coach Reamers. But uh, Cole Fessler, their tailback, uh, might be the best back in the western part of the state. Uh, talk specifically about what you see from him on tape and, and maybe even what uh, you saw from him last year.
8: Well, man, I was watching tape this past week on them. And, you know, it looked like a defense had him stopped for maybe a, no gain, and then all of a sudden he sneaks out of there and it's a it's a 30-yard gain. I mean, Cole can run outside, he can run inside, he's a very physical back. Um, you know, they like to run him on the option a lot and it just it puts a lot of pressure on your defense. And then to top that off, you know, kind of their fullback, I guess what I'd call him is Mason Nichols, you got to respect him just as much because he, he's a big guy at fullback, and he can, I mean, he can bowl you over for 10 yards if you're not ready to tackle him. We're talking with Steve Yaki, head football
0: coach of the Gibbon Buffaloes, a uh, battle of 3-0 and teams today against uh, Bridgeport. Big story, obviously, for you coaches. You will be without your starting quarterback. And Matt Wiseman, of course, he's also a starting defensive back for you. Braxton Smith uh, moves in there. How does that change what you guys will be doing today?
8: Well, Braxton, his he stepped up big for us last week, and you know he had to come in. He's a junior for us, but he had to come in and kind of take the reins when Matt went out, and I thought he did a really good job. He he came in, he was confident. Um, I didn't feel like we lost much calling the offense when he came in, so I'm really happy for him from that standpoint, and. Braxton has shown, he showed us last year too, he's able to come in in these situations and he can compete. And hopeful that Matt will be able to play against Central
0: Catholic next week, is that the word?
8: Yes, um, I think he's progressed a lot this week with his injury, so hopefully it keeps happening throughout the weekend and hopefully he can be ready to go on Monday. Well, I'm
0: sure it's going to be a good day here uh, in Gibbon, a beautiful day for football. We'll get to play a little bit in the afternoon and send everybody out for the weekend. So let's send them out on a good note, Steve. Best of luck today. Hey, thanks a lot, Doug. Steve Yaki, coach of the Gibbon Buffaloes, and we'll be back with the starting lineups as we get ready for some afternoon football here on ESPN right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show.
5: Gibbon Insurance Agency proudly supports all area athletes for your primary insurance, including home, auto, farm, and business. Unbeatable customer service is what you get at Gibbon Insurance Agency. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, or visit online at gibboninsurance.com.
9: This sports broadcast is brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams Corner Market is your full service grocery store with the freshest produce and meat. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service. Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Good luck, athletes.
0: Dynamic Tees Screen Printing is a proud supporter of all area athletes. Whether you need T-shirt printing for fundraising or custom apparel for your business, school, or church, count on Dynamic Tees Screen Printing and Promotions to deliver quality custom printed apparel. In addition to custom screen printing, Dynamic Tees offers banners, decals, and a full array of promotional items. You can even create your own design on their innovative website. Visit www.mydynamictees.com or stop by the shop at
2: 819 Front Street, Given. Welcome back. It's time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank. The better bank in we will start with Bridgeport the away team. Number one, five foot ten, one hundred thirty pound wide receiver, a junior Braxton Swires. Number three, Cole Fossler, five foot nine, one hundred and seventy-five pound senior. He'll start at both running back and strong safety. Number five, Braden Stoll, six foot two quarterback and defensive back. Just a sophomore, he'll get the start tonight. Over Jacob Wilson. Wilson will still be starting on defense at defensive back, 5'10", 150-pound senior. He'll be throwing a lot to Austin Kenner, number 9, 5'11", and 170-pound tight end, a senior. Number 17, six Loomis, 6'1", sophomore. He'll play inside linebacker. Damian Bell will get the start at both wide receiver and inside linebacker. For Bridgeport, number 22, he'll be a senior, weighs around 150 pounds. Number 29, Joshua Warren, six foot two, 180. He'll be a starting tight end and strong safety, a senior. Mason Nichols, running back, fullback, excuse me, junior, five foot 11 and 200 pounds. He'll be wearing number 31, number 50 in the lines, starting at both offensive and defensive line. Anthony Stammen, six foot one, 220, a senior. Number 60, Cade Loomis, six foot two, 200 pounds, and a senior. Number 70, Brady Newkirk. Senior, six foot one, two hundred and forty pounds. He'll be wearing number seventy. Number seventy three, Jalen Hayes, six foot one, two hundred and sixty-five pounds. He'll in the offensive line. At defensive line, Colton Rogers, number seventy five, five foot eleven, two hundred and seventy pounds. And a senior. We'll also see Rafi Cantu starting on the right side of the offensive line. Head coach Jeremy Reimers, assisted by Dirk DeMasters, Brad Noonan, Pat Goltzie, Colton Harvey, John Barrow. Now for the Gibbon Buffaloes. Number three, Jace Baum back. Number six, Matthew Wiseman, quarterback defensive uh, back. He'll be out tonight with a neck injury, so that'll be our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with the location near you. Number eight, Jacob Cuchera, tight end and linebacker, six foot two junior. Number twenty, Carlos Tamayo, wide receiver, defensive back, five foot eleven and eight junior. Number twenty one, Connor Hyde junior wide receiver and defensive back six foot six 205 pounds questionable also on the injury report tonight jesus hernandez he'll be starting at defensive back if he's not able to go look for number 44 creighton rockefeller just five foot ten freshman to relieve him number 54 chase chance yaki starting at offensive line and linebacker tonight six foot junior javier hernandez also starting in the offensive line he'll wear number 56 get some snaps at Defensive line as well. 5'8", eight junior, Daniel Yepes wears number 66. Six foot two junior, Roman Cobalt, six foot three sophomore, starts on both lines, and Dylan Davis, number 76, offensive lineman and defensive end. He'll be a junior, six foot five and 180 pounds. Coached by Steve Yaki, Jeff Montgomery, assisted by Ben Fairinger and Mitch Demiers. Those are your starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Gibbon will, let's see, Bridgeport won the toss and deferred. Gibbon will receive to start the game. They're going to be in their black jerseys with blue numerals, white trim, blue pants, and those royal blue helmets. Very sharp uniforms. Bridgeport in their white jerseys, purple numerals, yellow pants, white helmets, got the yellow stripes right down the middle of their helmets. Bridgeport will be defending the north end zone. Gibbon will be heading into the breeze to start this one. Veteran crew tonight, Jim Langan's crew at the White Hat standing right now at the goal line. We're just about ready to go here in this one. Both teams are slowly coming out. If you're looking for a Hale Varsity, head over to 1550. You'll be able to pick up that signal out of our Hastings Station's. NBA basketball to follow tonight. Pre-game starts around 7.30, tip-off at 8 for the Lakers and the Nuggets, Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals. And we've had a multitude of games canceled and called off, so stay tuned for the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show to get all the final scores in this one. Just about ready to go. Teeing it up for Bridgeport, number 29, Joshua Warren. And Gibbons breaking their huddle here on the sideline, and they'll send... Back deep. Cole, or excuse me, Jace Bob back. Number three. And it looks like also Chance yankee back there to return. There's the whistle. And toe meets leather, and we're underway. Low kick. It's gonna be fielded right at the twenty. And gets across the thirty yard line before he's brought up. That was Returned by Yaki, Yaki with about a 13-yard return. And we'll see Gibbon start this game off on their own 32-yard line. Glad to have you along for high school football on PlatteRiverPreps.com, KXPN 1460 in Kearney. Brought to you by Barney Insurance with locations in Lexington, Holdridge, Lincoln, and in Kearney. So Gibbon will go from the shotgun to start the game, again, Weissman out at quarterback. So we're getting Braxton Smith. And first play of the game does not go for any yardage. In fact, they'll lose a yard here, it looks like. And not the start you wanted if you are given. Signaling in the plays from the near sideline. Given will go right to left as you look into your radio dial. They'll look at their wrist straps. Not going to huddle here much today. Eleven twenty six to go. Opening quarter of play. And Smith will take this one. He'll hand it off again and we'll go nowhere again. And losing another yard or two. Was Gibbon. Hampton unable to get anything going so far in this one. Just one minute's elapsed though, but Bridgeport doing a good job stuffing the run and forcing Second or Third down and 12 now for the Buffaloes. Obvious passing down here. Smith will look left. He's got a man and just underthrows him a little bit. Receiver had to make a move to try and get back into positioning. And the ball is going to fall incomplete. Intended for Carlos Tomeo on that right side. Or left side, excuse me. And it'll be a three and out to start it for Gibbon. We'll get our first look at the... Bridgeport offense. Number one back to receive here for Bridgeport. and Swires. And the punt is actually going to be blocked right at the line. So an excellent job on special teams for Bridgeport. They're going to be rewarded with tremendous field position. They're going to take over at the Gibbon 30-yard line. So short field now. For Gibbon and an excellent start for the Bulldogs. The Buffaloes are going to need to bend and not break here deep in their own territory to start this one. Bridgeport's going to huddle up in their road whites. They're going to go left to right again as you look into your radio dial. Shotgun look here for the Bu- Bridgeport Bulldogs. Braden Stoll. Just about ready to snap, and it looks like we got a timeout. I believe Gibbon called that one defensively. Not sure they had the right personnel out there. So we've had our first timeout of the game. 10:34 to go. Opening quarter play. We're scoreless, but Bridgeport's deep in Gibbon territory. We'll take a break. Be back with more. You're listening to high school football on KXP and Carney, and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com
5: find the best balance of beauty durability and value when you purchase a garage door from mid nebraska garage doors in gibbon for nearly 15 years contractors and property owners have come to know them for their garage door installation and repair whether you had a mishap with the car or your door has simply lost the battle to time they're ready to help make sure you're investing in a quality product check them out online at midnebraskagaragedoors.com. proudly supporting all area athletes Transmission problems,
0: sloppy or jerky shifting, could be a serious hit to your pocketbook, or sometimes a simple repair is all that is needed—maybe a solenoid or a small electronic part. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. We'll share some money-saving choices of whether to repair or replace your transmission. Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, foreign or domestic—the only way is TBK. Twenty-five twenty. Have Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK
10: Transmissions—the only way is TBK.
2: Welcome back to Gibbon. This handoff's going to be given to Mason Nichols, big goal, number 31. The fullback fell power forward, spin around from, from a defender, and pick up six yards on that first down play. And Bridgeport's going to go quickly now. Twins to the left side. Again, Braden stole in at quarterback. We saw Wellison earlier in the season. He'll be in at receiver Now they're going to send a man in motion trips to the left. It's going to be an option to the left side. Stoll will keep it, and he'll have the first down, and he'll have it by about two or three yards. a late flag, though, from Jim Langan from his referee position through right at the 25-yard line. He's already indicated it's a hold against Bridgeport. Looked like it would have been away from the play. So the first down will be negated here. They'll mark it off 10 yards from the 25-yard line. So big break there for Gibbon. It'll be second down and 15 now for Bridgeport. Stoll was able to get past the first down marker, but aided by the hold. and The clock will now be started. Under 10 minutes to go here, opening quarter of play. Again, the shotgun look here from Stoll. Standing right at his 40-yard line. Goes through the cadence, tries to get a... Man right there on the slant. It's going to be complete across the 30-yard line. And it's going to be a gain of six yards. And it looks like Joshua Warren brought that one in. Joshua leading returning receiver here for Bridgeport. Picks up six yards back. Cuts it down to third and nine. A long eight here for Bridgeport. That outwind, I'm sure you're thinking four-down territory this deep in given territory. They're going to go under center for the first time tonight. I-formation split out to the left side. It's going to be a pitch here, cutting it up immediately and getting hit hard by the given defensive line and going nowhere was Fosler Fossler's first carry of the game. They'll give him forward progress of about two yards. It'll be third down or fourth down now and six to go. From the Gibbon 26-yard line, they'll huddle up here, go for it here on fourth down. And if you're Gibbon at this point, you got to be really happy with the way your defense responded. First play of the game went for six yards, six solid yards. Then they bailed out by the penalty, and now they've been a good job of holding here. Not done yet. Trips to the left here for Stoll. Stoll takes the snap, rolls left, gets a lead block there from Nichols. He's going to try and throw it in the Slant here. It's going to fall incomplete and it'll be a turnover on downs. So Gibbon dodges their own special teams' miscue from the blocked punt on their first possession. They're able to turn over on downs Bridgeport. So the ball will be placed at the 25 yard line for Gibbon. Seven yards of field position lost on the the first series of downs for both teams. And back in the shotgun look here. Oh, it's going to be fumbled. High snap's going to be fumbled right away, and I believe Bridgeport's going to fall on top of it. Braxton Smith just unable to bring that one in, and it looks like it's going to be recovered by Bridgeport. Number 50 brought that one in. Anthony Stamen from his defensive end position, And not The start you wanted for Gibbon so far. A blocked punt after a three and out. And now on your first play of your second drive, you mishandle the snap and you turn it over and you give them another short field position. Ball will be spotted now at the 25-yard line for Bridgeport. They're going to go slow now under center and try and draw Gibbon offsides at the hard count. And it's going to work here, so free five yards for Bridgeport. Given, it's going to need to clean some things up here. Still early in this one again, just 8-12 to go here. Opening quarter play, we're scoreless. But right, Bridgeport looking to take care of another opportunity granted to them by the Given Buffaloes and punch this one in. Braden Stoll will go under center now for Bridgeport. He's got twins to the left. He's going to try and hit one of them. Under throws it, and I believe that might be intercepted. No, the referees are going to come in and say that's going to hit the turf and be incomplete. Try to hit him on a slant, but he threw behind his receiver. Not a very good throw there from Stoll. And now it'll be second down and five for Bridgeport. First pass of the game for Bridgeport. Falls incomplete. Mason Nichols with a nice run early in this one. Cole Fossler also has towed the pigskin for Bridgeport. Excuse me, second pass in this one because they had that completion to Warren on that first series. This is going to be a handoff to Fossler, and he'll gain, looks like, of the five needed yards. I think he's going to get about four of them. So to will be, no, they're going to spot it about Two yards short, so we'll give him a gain of three here on his second carry. And third down and two now for Bridgeport. And again, probably four down territory. They're inside the red zone. Trying to find the end zone for a five-points bank touchdown. They're going to send, flip the formation here. Got man split on both sides and still... We'll take the quarterback snap. He's going to run an option to the left side with Fossler and he's going to keep it himself. He'll have the first down. He'll get right around the 10-yard line. Actually hits the down marker that indicates it is at the 10-yard line. Referee Langen winds the clock, says we've moved the chains. He says he's got a second game to get to, so you might see a little bit more liberal clock management here from this referee crew. They're going to spot it actually at the 11-yard line, so it'll be first down and 10 for Ridgeport. We'll call it a gain of four, so they can still find another first down before the end zone. Just under seven minutes to go now, opening quarter of play. Stoll will pitch this one to Foster. Fossler mishandles the snap, but he finds the corner, and he's going to reach for the pylon, and he'll get into the end zone. 11-yard touchdown run for Cole Fossler. And we've got our first points in this one. Bridgeport strikes first. Again, 11-yard touchdown scamper by Cole Fossler. And it's 6-0 Bridgeport. They're going to try a point after touchdown here. Holds good, kicks up, and it looks good from my angle. And it sneaks in the right upright and is good. 7 nothing. Bridgeport strikes first. We'll see what Gibbon can do next. You're listening to High School Football on KXPN Kearney and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Welcome back to Gibbon High School. Bridgeport strikes first, makes it 7-0. Warren will tee this one up. He'll purposely kick this on the ground low, and I believe they'll have it off sides here on Bridgeport. We'll back him up five yards. Trying to keep the ball low and out of this wind. We're not going to need the lights here on Friday Night Lights, but when we do, we'll have... Some games for you. Arcadia, Loop City, and Elm Creek over on Power 99, a 6.30 pregame. Over on 12.30 AM, KHAS, Adam Central, and Kozad, a couple undefeated teams in C1. We've got a couple unbeaten here in C2 between Bridgeport and Gibbon. Bridgeport, again, 7-0 lead. Gibbon will start their third possession and hopefully get a first down for the first time this evening. This one's going to be a high pooch punt. It's going to be fielded by the up man. At the 35-yard line, he'll scamper across the 40-yard line and get tackled there. So good field position to start for Gibbon. Start their third drive again. Opening drive, they had three and out. Then on their punt, it was blocked by Bridgeport. Gave them a short field. The defense did a great job of holding Bridgeport. Turned them over on downs. Their next snap was a fumble. So we'll see what they can do starting on their own 43-yard line now. Given their home black uniforms, takes a shotgun snap. They're going to hand this one off to Hampton. Sean able to get anywhere. Defensive line for Bridgeport kind of keying on that one, especially now you got a your backup quarterback in there. They're going to probably try to lean heavily on Sean. And so Bridgeport, knowing that, really shot the gap in there. I call it a loss of three yards on the play. Sean Hampton, not able to get going in this one. Back to pass, almost complete. It's going to skip right at the 45-yard line, hit him in the hands, but it's going to fall incomplete. Had a man open there. I believe it was Tameo again, and unable to bring that one in. So just like that, already third down and long again for the Buffaloes. Third down, and according to the scoreboard, 13 yards to go clock stops. It's 6.09 to go in this one. Third straight year that Bridgeport and Gibbon have played a little bit of a, of a bus trip for both teams. Bridgeport's about an hour and a half east of Scotts Bluff on Highway 26. And back to pass for Gibbon Smith at a good throw, just completely overthrew his receiver. I don't know, I'm not sure if it was a miscommunication on the route, but again, Another three and out here for the Buffaloes, but we'll try to see if they can flip the field here and give make Bridgeport start in their own territory for the first time tonight. Again, seven nothing. Bridgeport with the lead. Gibbons going to try and pin them deep, make them work the length of the field here. Great snap, punts away going to be bouncing inside the 30-yard line, going to take a nice Gibbon roll right at the 20-yard line. I think they'll probably spot that right around the 21-yard line. We'll wait for the linesman to pick up the ball, and he'll say, yep, basically the 20-and-a-half yard line for Bridgeport. So they've got to go the length of the field here, see if Gibbon can do a good job of holding here because... Flipping the field position right there is their first victory of this game. Good crowd on hand, lots of masks in the crowd. And they're going to go under center here again. Looks like we've got a 4-3 look here from Gibbon. Quarterback four. They're going to run a fake on the other side here for Bridgeport. And he's got a room to run on that left side, but a nice ankle tackle there. On the left side, Bridgeport ran a reverse, gave it to Braxton Swires. Swires had a hole very briefly. and He picks up, I believe they're going to give him about six, but he had a lot more room to go. But an excellent tackle on that far side by the given contained man, containing him, not letting him break free, because had he gone, he could have had probably 20 or 30 more yards before he would have been forced out of bounds. Second down and four to go. 520 to go. Opening quarter of play. Glad to have you along here on KXPN Carney. Online at platriverpreps.com. Shotgun snap here for Bridgeport. Another option to the left side this time. And they're going to pitch this one off to Foster. And he's going to get knocked out of bounds at the at 33 yard line. I believe they have enough for a first down. Probably would have been more advantageous for. Braden Stoll to keep that one. Would have picked up more than three, but uh, sometimes when you're the quarterback, you want to get the ball into your playmaker's hands and avoid getting hit because it looked like Gibbon was crushing down on the quarterback. Twins here to the right side. Sparman split to the left for Bridgeport. They've got fullback Mason Nichols in for pass protection here of Stoll. They'll send a man in motion here. And gonna be a jet sweep handoff to him, and he's gonna lower his shoulder and pick up three or four hard earned yards there on the carry. And I believe that was Damian Bell from the wide right receiver position. So Bell will pick up four yards here for Bridgeport. And gives a, a second down and five. So decent pickup on first down. Really opens up your playbook here for Bridgeport. Same formation, look here. Now they're going to bring in a man on the other side of Stoll. And Mason Nichols stands right to his right side in pass protection. Stoll takes the snap, quickly throws it into the flat, and it's going to be complete across the 45-yard line and knock down around the 48. It looks like it's complete out there t- to Metz. Dylan Metz with his first catch of this game. And it'll be another first down here for Bridgeport. We'll call it a gain of eight on the play. Um, And they're going to be spotted just shy of the 50-yard line in this one. So methodical slow drive here for Gibbon, or for Bridgeport, excuse me. But they're picking up the yards. I-formation look here. They're going to go under center. And they're going to fake it and do a... Counterplay and hand it off to Mason Nichols, the fullback. Mason will pick up three yards on the play. Second down and seven now and into Gibbon Buffalo territory. For the third time in this one, three minutes to go, opening quarter of play. And Bridgeport will break the huddle again. Damien Bell split out to the left side. They're going to send Twins over there now. And Stoll with a pass protection running back on both sides. He'll throw it again to this left side. Nearly tipped away there by Gibbon. And it's going to be complete. No, they're going to say incomplete now here. It was intended for Swires, and Swires had it. But as soon as he was hit by the Gibbon Buffalo defender, ball falls to the turf and it is incomplete. So third down and seven here. And if you're at the given defense, you want to force Bridgeport into a punting situation here right at midfield. A little bit into te- uh, Buffalo territory here. They're going to send against Wires and Bell split out to the left. Fossler will dot the I. Nichols in at fullback. And stole under center here. Braden is going to go back to pass action pass. He's got a man open and and there's the flag. Ball hit the back of the corner for Gibbon. I believe in coverage. Not sure who that was. I believe maybe Tameo back there. But the old, you gotta turn around and look for the ball because basically once the Bridgeport receiver went up for it, he the Gibbon defender just basically barrels into him, and had he turned around, that ball wasn't going to probably be caught. But a first down now here for Bridgeport, and they're going to spot it at the 32-yard line here. 2.29 to go, opening quarter play. Stoll goes under center now, fakes it to Mason, and will hand it off to Fossler, and Fossler spins forward, gets across the 30-yard line. And we'll say he picks up three yards on the play. Fifth carry in this one. He's already found the end zone on the 11-yard touchdown run. Our only score in this one, Bridgeport showing no signs of where. They're looking for the end zone again for the second time. They're going again left to right. As you look into your radio dial, wish you could be here with us. If you're not, glad to have you along. Beautiful cornfields for as far as the eye could see here at Gibbon High School. Twins again to the left side here for Bridgeport. And Stoll Line up in the shotgun formation. It's going to be a quick pass out there. It's going to be complete to Bell. Damian Bell is going to fight forward, maybe get back to the original line of scrimmage. I think that's where they'll give him forward progress. So Damian Bell with his first catch. and goes nowhere with it. They've been doing a good job of using those receivers in counters and jet sweeps and and reverses. A lot of skill players here for Bridgeport, doing some pregame research for them. Quite a few players back on this year's team, a team that made it to the playoffs a year ago. Option now to the right side, Foster. He's going to keep this, or excuse me, he's not going to give it to Foster. Stoll will keep this one. He'll be spun around. Gains probably about four on the play. So Stoll with his first, second carry. It's going to be fourth down here and about four yards to go. Forty seconds to go in this one, so we'll have to get one more snap here before the first quarter expires. Seven-nothing lead for Bridgeport. They'll break the huddle here, Come on to the near hash. Ball spotted right at the 25-yard line. We've got Bell and Swires here split out to the right. Fossler dots the eye. Under center is Stoll. And I believe we'll have a timeout here from Bridgeport. They'll take it with 13 seconds to go in this opening corner play. We'll take it with them. Back in 30, you're listening to High School
7: Football on KXPN and Kearney and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Whether it's a construction site or an upscale event, people, you know, got to Go. Comfy Bowl Rentals is an experienced, quality source for portable toilet rental. By the day, the week, the month, or year, Comfy Bowl offers exceptionally clean hand wash units, trailer and construction units, as well as ADA compliant units. Family owned for over 25 years, and all that time wishing the best of luck to area athletes. Visit online at ComfyBowlRentals.com.
3: Are your internet demands changing? Just a few short years ago, internet service was much different than it is today. The everyday home now has an average of 12 connected devices accessing the Wi-Fi modem. You need a robust solution. You need Redline High-Speed Internet from Nebraska Central Telephone Company. They are the internet provider who's tested, proven, and has roots deep in your community. Call 888-873-6282 or check them out online at nctc.net. That's Nebraska Central Telephone Company.
2: Welcome back to Gibbon. 13 seconds ago, opening quarter of play, Bridgeport took a timeout to discuss the strategy on here on fourth down. They're still going to go for it here, and they're going to pitch it to Foster, and Foster's going to try and cut it upfield and get close to that first down marker. Foster will point like they've got it. Gibbon will point like they didn't get it. And it all depends here on the spot. It's going to be right around four yards, and Jim Langan points the way of Gibbon, says it's a turnover on downs, and Gibbon holds for the third time tonight. Second time on downs. And gosh, that's a very close call. But the eyeball says it's Gibbon stopping him by about a half yard. And so now four seconds to go in the opening quarter of play. So we'll have one more play here. Foster will give him a gain of four, but it wasn't quite enough. He needed about four and a half in this one. Gibbon in shotgun is going to hand it off to Sean. Sean. Mid again immediately by the interior defensive line for Bridgeport. They'll say he got right back to the line of scrimmage, and that's all. So it'll be second down and ten. When we come back for the second quarter, Gibbon trails it right now, seven nothing, but they have the ball. You're listening to High School Football on KXPN Carney and online at Preps.com.
5: Gibbon Packing, we are small town on a national scale. We're in your backyard, we're your neighbor, and we proudly support the communities in which we operate. Good luck to all area athletes on and off the field. Learn about career opportunities online at AmericanFoodsGroup.com.
0: Buffalo Chips, Gibbons' newest sports bar and restaurant, invites you to stop in before or after the game, located right across the street from the high school, and enjoy the daily special, or choose from the great food and drink menu. Open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 1 a.m., Buffalo Chips says good luck, Buffalo's.
7: If you thought boating season is over, you couldn't be more wrong. There's plenty of warm weather left, and there are plenty of new boats to choose from at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer. New inventory is arriving weekly. Fishing boats, cruising boats, surf boats, pontoons, and more. And with their best financing rates in years, it's more affordable than ever to be on the water. Also, the Pro Shop is now fully stocked to make your boating even more fun. So see what's new today at your Yamaha outboard dealer, Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Carney. online at buzzesmarine.com.
2: Teams will flip sides here. Stay tuned for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show. 12 minutes away. Gibbon trails at 7-0. They're now going to go left to right as you look into your radio dial. The school to the backsides. Beautiful new school. It's probably not new anymore, but uh, still a nice-looking building to the north. Braxton Smith now will take the shotgun snap. no he'll. Pretend like he's going to go under center now. More of a pistol look. Twins to the left side. They're going to hand it off to Hampton. Sean's going to be hit immediately, but breaks that tackle. Gets another three yards after that. So good yard after contact for Hampton, but still not enough to bring it third down and manageable. It's going to be third down and eight on the play. So we'll give Sean two yards. He was hit right away as soon as he got the ball handed to him, basically. Gibbon looking for their first big play in this one. They haven't had much. This is just their fifth offensive play of the game. And just their first positive play last time. This one's going to be thrown. It's going to be caught. Caught at the 35-yard line. Going to get across the 40-yard line and pick up a first down. And they'll gain eight on the play. And it looked like Kuchero brought that one in for a gain of eight. So first down and 10 for the Buffaloes. 11 minutes to go in this opening half play. They're going to try it again. And this time it's going to fall incomplete over through his receiver. To the right side was Braxton Smith. So Braxton, one and two now on his throwing. And we got, again, the no-huddle look for Gibbon. They're not doing a tempo, per se, because they got those wristbands. They look at the play call from the sideline. The coach gives the signals. And shotgun look here. They're going to give it to Hampton. Again, he nearly hit in the backfield. He's stiff-arms away from a man, but he's got one, two, three, four, five, six Bridgeport Bulldogs all over him, and he'll lose. Oh, probably about five yards on the play. Just not able to get much going in the run game or the Buffaloes. They're on first down in this one from the air. So Sean Hampton loses five yards on that one. It'll be third down and about 13 here for the Buffaloes. Obvious passing down here. Bridgeport knowing that, I wonder if they'll bring any pressure here from their linebacker position. They're only up seven, though. Gibbons one play away from tying it up. They are going to blitz right in the middle here and hit Gibbons quarterback really hard. His helmet will snap off. Bridgeport brought the heat. They brought Damian Bell from the linebacker position on that right side. Just laid the wood right into Raxon Smith. His pass immediately falls incomplete. And it'll be a punning situation here for Gibbons. Tameo back to punt it away, Given making some substitutions here. Trying to get 11 onto the field. And back to receive it for Bridgeport is Swires. Swires stands at his own 40-yard line. This one is going to look like maybe bounce right at the 40 and roll and get down right around the 33-yard line. Tried to do a little Peter-Peter there. And uh, given downs it at the 33 yard line. So given defense back out there again to try and st- keep this a one possession game. Bridgeport looking for their second score of this one. Unable to get anything going. They've been able to get into given territory every time, but only found Peter t- one time. Stole. Looks like he'll go under center here. Nichols, the fullback, and Fossler, the running back, split out to the right side, Swires and Bell. Stoll will hand this one off to the fullback. He'll get hit immediately by the given defense and only gain about a half a yard on the play. We'll give him a one officially, but good job interior. Defensive line for Gibbon To prevent anything else, they'll actually give him Maybe closer to two yards. They said a gain of two on the public address, but the scoreboard does read second and nine. So does the down markers. So we'll call it a gain of one there for Mason Nichols. And second down and a long nine now for Bridgeport. We're now under ten minutes to go in the opening half of play. Bridgeport with a seven to nothing lead. Twins to the right. And split out here to the left is Swires. They're going to run an option here to the right side. They're going to pitch it to Fossler. Fossler will cut it up. Gets across the 35-yard line and is going to get hit and roll out right around the 40-yard line. So I think he'll be about a half yard short, depending on the spot. And they will spot it right at the 40-yard line. So it'll be third down and probably the length of a football here for Bridgeport. Just. They're in no hurry running their offense. They know what works. That option game, those quick passes out in the flats to those quick receivers. Speaking of which, they'll send Braxton Swires here to the left. Damian Bell split out to the right and stole the quarterback out of the shotgun. It's going to be a design quarterback keeper here, and he's going to need to get away from the given defense, and he's not going to. He'll be sacked for a loss of three yards. You know, it looked like Davis come in and got him from his defensive end position. Dylan Davis, kind of knew was probably going to be designed quarterback keeper. Just chased him down, made him lose three yards. Stole. Believe Bridgeport's going to punt this one away. Stole hits to the sideline. Back to punt it away. Is Cole Fossler Gibbon. Return man standing at his own 20-yard line. Left-footed punter here. It's going to kick away from the Gibbon return man. It's going to roll out of bounds at around the 17-yard line. I believe that was Bombeck back to receive that kick. So good field position flip there for Bridgeport. Unable to get anything going. But given offense hasn't shown much either, so at this point... Playing the field position game ain't the worst thing in the world. If you're Bridgeport and Gibbon, you want to be able to spring Sean Hampton here on one of these drives or get get something going positive in the passing game. Take the pressure off of young quarterback Braxton Smith. Smith throws this one. He's got a man in the flat and It's going to fall incomplete. 50-50 ball went up there, and they both the receiver and the defender basically had hands on it. Unable to bring it in. Was given. Connor Hyde was calling for it. Kinda gave the signal to Smith throw it a little higher next time. Connor says I'm six foot six. I'm gonna win that battle nine times out of ten if you just throw it a smidge higher. They'll split him they'll split him out far to the left side now, and they'll hand it off to Duffy excuse me, Hampton, and Sean will get four yards on that play. So just the threat of throwing it to the six-foot-six hide was able to open up the run game a little bit. Therefore, Gibbon pick up four yards. It'll be third down and six here to go with 7-12 to go in the opening half of play. Gibbon looks to the sideline to get the signals from the coaching staff. They'll get it here. They'll hand it off. They're going to try and throw it in the flat again. It's going to be caught. And they're going to get him pushed down at the 25-yard line, so we'll say about two, three yards short of the first down. Tameo with the catch on that one. And now it's decision time deep in your own territory. What they're going to do, they're looking at the wristbands. Looks like they're going to go for it on fourth down and one from their own 25-yard line. Still looking at the wristbands. I wonder if they're going to use a timeout here to discuss strategy. They're going to try and draw Bridgeport offside, and they do so. Excellent job calling the kids. I think giving coaching staff would have been content with the delay of game and then a punt there, so they said, let's try and draw them offside, see if we can get it to work, and they do. They'll pick up the first down via the penalty yards their second first down in this one. And a little bit more breathing room as the ball spotted now at the 30-yard line. Six minutes to go in this opening quarter of play. Given trying to get into Bridgeport territory for the first time, just their second first down so far in this one. Braxton Smith will hand this one off. No, he'll keep it, looks like, on the left side. He's got room to run. He's going to stiff-arm a man at the 40-yard line, getting knocked out of bounds at around the 47-yard line. Excellent ball fake there by Braxton Smith and his first carry in this one. He's going to pick up 13 yards on the play. And they'll spot him out at the 46-yard line. Given. Not huddling. Going a little bit quicker tempo here. Try to keep the momentum fresh. going to run that pistol look here. They've got a man split both to the left and right. Now Twins to the left side of Smith. He'll hand this one off to Sean Hampton. Again, Sean not able to find any running room in this one. Gains probably a yard on the play. Seven carries so far for Hampton. Just three plays positive on the play. That just speaks to the Bridgeport defensive line more than anything in this one. Glad to have you along here on 1460 mid-afternoon game. We're here due to the Kearney Catholic Ogallala game being canceled due to COVID. Braxton's going to run right. He's going to throw it. It's going to be intercepted. Intercepted at the 46-yard line. They try to play action. Bolt, roll out to the left side. Just sort of threw that one up. That's one where you just want to throw it away. You kind of had a. A light toss to that one, and it's going to be easily picked off here by Bridgeport and returned to the 50-yard line, so excellent field position here for Bridgeport. and Gibbons' most promising drive so far in this one is going to be intercepted. 5.06 to go in this one. Bridgeport would love to score one more time before the half. Thoroughly dominated this first half, but if you look at the scoreboard, they're only up one possession. It's going to be a pitch here to Fossler, and Fossler will turn the corner. Gets five yards. They'll say maybe sixth on the fall forward after the play. So Cole is eighth carry in this one. He'll carry the load most of the time here for Bridgeport. Excellent crowd here on hand. Mascots out with the cheerleaders. Bridgeport fans sitting alongside here on the west side, no bleachers on the far side for Bridgeport. Fossler will go her center here, and they're going to try and draw Gibbon offsides, and they're going to do so. A couple hard counts for both teams have worked. That's the second time it's actually worked for Bridgeport, so we haven't seen it not work in this game. And yeah, Bridgeport will pick up the first down via the offsides call. 426 to go in this one. Langan will line the clock up. Trying to get this game going. Bridgeport now inside the 40-yard line. Ball spotted on the 39. Same formation here. They bring two men in tight. Just one man split out the left eye formation. Look here. They're going to try and pass it, though, into double coverage. And he's got a man open, and it's going to be caught. Braxton Swires from 39 yards out. They show a a power right run formation. And Stoll just throws a fade up there and connects 39-yard touchdown pass to Braxton Swires just like that. It's a two-possession game. Point after touchdown. Braxton will go to kick this one away. And it's good. He's got all seven points on that drive. And a big play sparks the second touchdown of the game. Bridgeport has both. It's 14-0 Bulldogs. We'll come back with the rest of the second quarter next. You're listening to High School Football on KXPN Carney and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com.
3: deal more.
2: Welcome back to Gibbon. Jump Babel alongside Grant Ty. This one's going to be a low kick going to be fielded at the 30 yard line for Gibbon. Trying to run to the sideline running more east-west than north-south they'll return about two yards here by the upback and Gibbon will again try to get something going and a decent drive going. They threw an interception on their most promising drive of the game and they're going to probably, if you if your coach here, you just you want to find the end zone, but you don't want to keep making mistakes and giving Bridgeport short field. You might be content just heading into halftime right now with a 14 to nothing deficit. Get the new quarterback in, Braxton Smith, for the injured Weissman, the normal starting quarterback. They're going to hand this one off. Sean Hampton. Sean Hampton, he's fighting hard out there, folks. He's just got nowhere to to run. He's barreling forward, and he's playing a really good physical game, but When it's one against two or three every time, you're not going to be able to muster much. We'll call it no gain on the play for Hampton. So Gibbon will go back to those wristbands, try to get the play. They'll spend twins to the left, single slot man here to the right. Quarterback Smith has a couple running backs in beside. They're going to hand it off to Hampton, and Hampton's got nowhere to go again. And they're not going to tackle him because he had forward progress. We'll call it another loss, though. Probably a loss of two on the play for Sean Hampton. And it's third down and 12 now for the Buffaloes. With Bridgeport, it's just their interior defensive line is whatever holes are there, they're quickly eradicated. And then Hampton just gets swallowed up. Third down passing situation here for the Buffaloes. Another floater and it's another pick off. Running down the sidelines, Dylan Metz. Metz is going to be pushed out of bounds. Inside, or you're going to say he stepped out of bounds at the 23 yard line. So a 23 yard interception return by Metz. And again, that was the key. Maybe not turning the ball over again to Bridgeport because it was 7 nothing for most of this game. Bridgeport, Dylan Metz intercepts it. it. Sets up another short field for Bridgeport. Going to be spotted at the given 22-yard line. Got three running backs in the formation. They're going to run right. Quarterback design keeper here. And he's got nowhere to run. He'll gain maybe a yard. Was well, stole? Stole? they had three running backs in, and then they ran basically what you would, you would think would be an option, but it was a design quarterback keeper the whole way. Three lead blockers in front. And they'll say he got a yard out of it. So Braden's fourth carry in this one. Just shy of 10 yards. Two minutes to go in the opening quarter of play, so... Given, or Bridgeport, excuse me, with two timeouts. Not in any real hurry. They're going to do a tight formation look here. Foster will dot the eye. Stoll will go under center. Cole takes this left side. Got room to run. He's going to be inside the 20-yard line. And they're going to say he gets finally pushed out at the 12. So nine yard gain, man, just kept churning his feet, churning his feet. Next thing you know, he gains nine yards. First down and 10 here from the 11, 124 to go in this one. Bridgeport with both timeouts or two timeouts remaining, excuse me. Trying to punch one in before the half, and then they'll get the ball to start the second half. So we're going to try to go two for one here and really expand this game open that same Three running back look here for Bridgeport and they're going to run left with it now and the quarterback will punch it upfield try to cut back he'll get inside 10 yard line they'll mark him down at the nine so we'll call it a gain of two and there's a timeout to stop the clock here for Bridgeport we'll take it with them back at 30 you're listening to high school football on KXPN Kearney and online at platriverpreps.com.
5: Gibbon Insurance Agency proudly supports all area athletes for your primary insurance, including home, auto, farm, and business. Unbeatable customer service is what you get at Gibbon Insurance Agency. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, or visit online at gibboninsurance.com.
9: This sports broadcast is brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams Corner Market is your full-service grocery store with the freshest produce and meat. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service. Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Good luck, athletes.
7: Carney for a free estimate welcome back to Gibbon high school
2: Bridgeport with one timeout remaining in 50 seconds to go ball's going to be spotted at the seven yard line second down and six to go Stoll will go under center here fake it to the running back Fossler and he'll roll right it's going to just throw this one away I believe it's going to fall incomplete. good job by Gibbon bringing pressure on that one Sort of a roll right. And if we can hit a man in the flat, great. And if not, we'll just tell the quarterback try and pick up two or three more yards. But given snuffed that one out, and the ball is going to fall incomplete. Two of five passing, but he did have the big 39-yard touchdown pass to Braxton Swire for the second touchdown of this game. 43 seconds to go in this one. Ball or clock has stopped with the incomplete pass. Third down and seven here for the Bulldogs. Stole. Hands this one off. It's going to be fumbled, but picked right back up by Fossler. Fossler's going to be close to the end zone. I think he's going to be about a yard short, but they'll stop the clock because I believe that will be enough for a first down. Yep, Jim Langan will signal first down. Dodged a bullet there. They were deep in their territory, nearly turned it over. And Bridgeport, although they picked up the first down, are going to like to use their final... Ti- no, 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 no. Looks like we have an injury timeout here. Injured Buffalo on the field. Perhaps just a cramp, it looks like. Looks like Tomeo out there. We'll take a break. Back in 30, you're listening to High School Football on and Kearney and online at platteriverpreps.com.
7: Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire...
2: Believe, they will charge Bridgeport with the timeout. They had signaled for the timeout before the injury to Tomeo. Tomeo up and able to walk off on his own power. did doesn't look like a serious injury. I thought maybe perhaps an ankle injury, but I don't believe it was cramping either. At any rate, he'll have to sit out this play. First down and goal now from the two-yard line. If you're Bridgeport, you probably want to have a couple plays called so that if you don't get in the end zone, you have a second play have been defensively not lined up at all where they wanted to be and the coaching staff halfway out on the field trying to call a timeout and they'll get it we'll take it with them back in 30 you're listening to high school football on KXPN, carney and online at platriverpreps.com.
5: when dupont pioneer says they're with you from the word go what does that mean it means packing a ton of people power along with unmatched service and support into high performance hybrids Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. And Gibbon expels
2: their second timeout. Trying to line up correctly on defense. Bridgeport will go under center here. Again, they're now out of timeout, so they'll likely have a couple plays lined up. Under center is stole. High formation. They're gonna fake it. They're gonna roll right here. Got a man in the flat. It's gonna be intercepted. Intercepted by Gibbon, and they save seven points. A tremendous job of jumping the route for Gibbon, and that ball is gonna be intercepted. Leave. Rockefeller had intercepted that one from the linebacker position. But an excellent job, man. It looked like Bridgeport was gonna go up by three touchdowns. Haven't had trouble moving the ball all game long. And they jumped around and intercepted. Gibbon, they're gonna be deep in their own end zone. They spot the ball at the two yard line, knowing that coach coaching staff will take the timeout here to try and make sure that they don't fumble it away and take a safety or something. So we'll take it with them. Back with more. You're listening to High School Football on and Carney, and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com.
7: Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bram's will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney towing and repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair.
2: Welcome back to Gibbon. We're 29 seconds away from halftime. Stay tuned, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show is coming up. And if you're Gibbon... Uh, You've given Bridgeport about five or six opportunities uh, via either a turnover or something, and they've dodged about as many bullets as you could. They still have let two into the end zone, but it's 14-0, given they're just going to take a knee here to try to avoid another mistake deep in their end zone since Bridgeport is out of timeouts. That will be the end of the first half. There's still 20 seconds on the clock, but there's no way that they can... uh, stop it. And that, it's kind of funny as they're running off, the referees are withholding Bridgeport, trying to keep everyone socially distanced away from each other, Gibbon will head left, and Bridgeport now will go to the right, and the clocks are now at triple zeros, and so we're officially at the half. Bridgeport leads it by a score of 14 to nothing. We'll take a break, find out how they got there. You're listening to High School Football on KXPN Kearney and online at platteriverpreps.com.
0: Dynamic Tees Screen Printing is a proud supporter of all area athletes. Whether you need t-shirt printing for fundraising or custom apparel for your business, school, or church, count on Dynamic Tees Screen Printing and Promotions to deliver quality custom printed apparel. In addition to custom screen printing, Dynamic Tees offers banners, decals, and a full array of promotional items. You can even create your own design on their innovative website. Visit www.mydynamictees.com or stop by the shop at 819 Front Street, Gibbon.
5: Find the best balance of beauty, durability, and value when you purchase a garage door from Mid Nebraska Garage Doors in Gibbon. For nearly 15 years, contractors and property owners have come to know them for their garage door installation and repair. Whether you had a mishap with the car or your door has simply lost the battle to time, they're ready to help. Make sure you're investing in a quality product. Check them out online at midnebraskagaragedoors.com proudly supporting all area
7: athletes. The Cheesy Burrito has been one of Amigos' faves for almost 40 years. That gooey cheddar cheese wrapped in a warm tortilla started out just for the kids and became so much more. Right now, in honor of our 40th anniversary, Amigos is offering three new Cheesy Burritos, three cheese for an all-new twist, black bean queso for veggie lovers, and chicken bacon ranch for everyone. Great Cheesy Burritos aren't just for kids. So make today a cheesy day at Amigos.
2: And welcome back to Gibbon High School. It's time now for the Ravenna Sanitation halftime show. Saying your trash is their treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Well, it's 14 nothing, and if you're Gibbon, I think you got to be happy with that one. The way Bridgeport had been moving the ball in that first half, it very could have easily been around 35 to nothing. But they'll take it. We'll look at the drive summary first. First drive of the game was a three and out gibbon then tried to punt the ball away but bridgeport got a finger on the ball and had the ball deep in gibbon territory the ball was spotted at the Gibbon 30 yard line bridgeport had a decent drive going on that first drive but on fourth down they were unable to convert a fourth down and two and turn the ball over gibbon then on their next play fumbled it right back to bridgeport and so the field position then it was a net gain of five yards for Bridgeport, and then they finally made Gibbon pay with it. It scored on a 11-yard touchdown run by Cole Fossler. He also kicked the extra point, made it 7-0 to zero for the Bridgeport Bulldogs. Gibbon then another three and out, unable to get anything going in that first half. Bridgeport had a good drive going again, started at their own 21-yard line, got deep into Gibbon territory, but again, another fourth down stop by the Gibbon-Buffalo defense, turned it over. Gibbon and Bridgeport then traded punts, and Gibbon had their second first down. They were right around midfield, had a good drive going. Quarterback rolled to the right and was intercepted by the Bridgeport defense, and then the next play, a 39-yard touchdown pass from from Braden Stoll to Braxton Swires put Bridgeport up by a score of 14 to nothing. Then Gibbon again with another drive, The second down pass was intercepted, so back-to-back turnovers for the Buffaloes. This one was returned by Dylan Metz. He returned it 23 yards to the Gibbon 20-yard line, and they were about ready to punch it in. They were on the two-yard line before Gibbon intercepted the pass, and we got to the half. So Gibbon uh, dodged a few bullets there. Uh, Bridgeport basically was deep into Gibbon Buffalo Terry on each one of their drives but turned it over twice and Gibbon was able to intercept them once to avoid more points. We'll take a break. We'll look at the numbers next. You're listening to High School Football on and Carney, and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com.
11: During the hectic harvest season, Aurora Cooperative's mobile app is here to keep
6: you one step ahead. Our new mobile app features allow you to see real-time scale tickets, the current grain bids and balances, our loading and receiving hours, and offer you the ability to pay your bills through the app. Let us help you be more efficient this harvest season. Download the app today from your mobile app store and log in using your Aurora Cooperative account information. Reach out to Tracy Minke at 402-694-7682 for more questions. Tougher together, we know your roots.
2: Welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show. Your trash is their tre- treasure serving Buffalo County for business or residential. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Before we get to the numbers, we'd like to remind everyone to head over to platverpreps.com, Nominate your favorite athlete for b Carpet Athlete of the Month. One boy, one girl winner. We list on the website. Get a commemorative t-shirt and plaque brought to you by b Carpets in downtown Donovan. Stay tuned. All the other area scores from tonight will be on the Friday Night Scoreboard Show. If you have a game, if you're at a game tonight and you have the score, go ahead and text or call it in 308-646-0506. We'll have a live scoreboard update on PlatteRefreps.com, and then when all the games are done, we'll have recap scores, and more on the Friday Night Scoreboard Show, brought to you by Ruts Heating and Air and Rivals Sports Bar and Grill. We'll take a look at the numbers. We'll start with Bridgeport. They were Passing-wise, they got the start from Braden Stoll, game-time decision. He gets the snap. He was 2 of 5 passing for only 51 yards. He did have that big touchdown pass, 39-yard variety to Braxton Swear. The other catches were from Josh Warren and Dylan Metz. Dylan's for 8, and Josh's for 6 yards. Rushing-wise, Dylan kept the ball five times, gained 8 yards. Mason Nichols, the fullback, had three carries for 10 yards. Damian Bell had a jet-sweep carry. Four yards, same with Braxton Sweers for six yards. Cole Fossler toting the rock for most of this first half. Ten carries for 54 yards and a touchdown in that first quarter. Now we'll look at Gibbon. Not a lot of numbers to go on. They haven't been able to get too much going here. Two of five passing is Braxton Smith for 15 yards. He does have two interceptions uh, so far in this one. Gibbon also able to force uh, an intercept or a fumble, excuse me, or Bridgeport are able to force a fumble of Gibbon as well. Sean Hampton nine carries but negative five yards rushing. Braxton Smith just the one carry that quarterback keeper off the left side for 13 carries. Jacob Gutera and Carlos Tomeo with the two catches. Jacob's for eight and Carlos is four seven. We'll take a break. Look at the scoreboard next. You're listening to high school football on KXP and Carney and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com.
5: Gibbon Insurance Agency proudly supports all area athletes for your primary insurance, including home, auto, farm, and business. Unbeatable customer service is what you get at Gibbon Insurance Agency. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, or visit online at GibbonInsurance.com.
9: This sports broadcast is brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams Corner Market is your full-service grocery store with the freshest produce and meat. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service. Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Good luck, athletes.
0: Buffalo Chips, Gibbons' newest sports bar and restaurant, invites you to stop in before or after the game, located right across the street from the high school, and enjoy the daily special, or choose from the great food and drink menu. Open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 1 a.m., Buffalo Chips says good luck, Buffaloes!"
5: Gibbon packing, we are small town on a national scale. We're in your backyard, we're your neighbor, and we proudly support the communities in which we operate. Good luck to all area athletes on and off the field. Learn about career opportunities online at AmericanFoodsGroup.com.
10: B&B Carpet and Donovan, now with Pergo Extreme Rigid Flooring, where high performance runs deep. Deeper visuals, deeper protection, deeper warranty. For the number one preferred brand in flooring, Pergo Extreme offers unmatched durability and a guarantee you expect from a high performance floor. Pergo Extreme's warranty is Worry Free for Life, providing extreme debt resistance, 100% kid and pet proof warranty, and waterproof warranty. For the Worry Free solution, see BB Carpets and Donovan, and you'll see why your friends say, That's where we always go.
2: Welcome back to Gibbon High School, where the Buffaloes trail it right now by a score of fourteen to zero. Still got a little time here in the Ravenna Sanitation halftime show, so we'll take a look at our scoreboard update brought to you by Furniture and Mattress Direct in Hastings. No, uh, there's only one other game, excuse me, in action this afternoon. Um, over in Class B, it's Omaha Gross and Aurora. Omaha Gross right now with a fourteen to six lead. A bunch of different games tonight than we anticipated. Um, Carney High's game has been called off, as is Kearney Catholic's. A couple replacement games. Central City will go up to Class B and take on Lexington, Waverly, and Northwest. Also the other Class B game. Grand Island will travel to Fremont in Class A. In C1, we'll have Adam Central and Cozad on 1230 a.m. KHAS Gothenburg at St. Paul. Another C1 game. I know. Broken Bow will be at Ordin's Class C2. Donovan Trouble, Wood River Shelton. Just down the road here in Wood River. Centura, St. Cecilia, GICC, North Platte, St. Pat's, and Lincoln, Lutheran, Sutton. So, a lot of good C2 games. The 15 uh, on Saint, Centura and St. Cecilia will be on our sister station 1550 KICS. Over in eight man action, we'll have Arcadia Loop City and Amherst on Power 99 tonight. Bertrand, Alma, Burwell, Ravenna, Maxwell, Highline, Elm Creek, Southern Valley, other D1 games in the area. Class D2, Ainsley, Litchfield. Travel to Pleasanton, Giltner, and Kennesaw, High Plains, BDS. Lawrence Nelson will travel to Blue Hill. Medicine Valley will be in Axtel and Overton will head down to Phelps County to take on Loops Loomis, excuse me. And in six man, three games tonight. Silver Lake Southwest, Hartland, Luther, Lewiston, and Franklin and Elba. Wilcox Hildreth defeated Wallace last night by a score of twenty-four to twenty-two. Again, if you're at any of those games and you have scores, three oh eight six four six zero five zero six so we can let everyone know on our live scoreboard and then stay tuned we'll have all the finals for you on the ruts and rivals scoreboard show a game we won't have for you hastings high and alliance that one was also called off as well as sandy creek's game this afternoon and sandy creek was going to take on i believe wilbur claytonia um yes they were uh this evening so Hopefully we'll have a lot more games for you, and hopefully we can withstand and have all the games for you this summer or the rest of the fall. We will have for you Husker football when it comes back the weekend of October 23rd and 24th. The exclusive home will be the Breeze 94.5, also the home of the Denver Broncos on Sundays now um, in that action. Stay tuned tonight. Uh, we have NBA basketball, the Denver Nuggets and the Los Angeles Lakers getting underway game one of the Western Conference Finals. pregame game at 7.30, kickoff at 8.00. On top of those radio games as well, we have the Kansas City Royals at the Milwaukee Brewers. A big series for the Brewers. 6:30 uh, pregame, 7:10 first pitch on the breeze, 94.5 tomorrow. We'll have Major League Baseball: the San Francisco Giants fighting for playoff spot, Oakland A's for positioning. Over here on at 12, 2.30 excuse me, here on ESPN and college football, Miami and Louisville with a 6:30 kickoff, as well as Hastings college football. A night game for the Broncos at Concordia at 6 o'clock. And then on Sunday, the NFL triple header, Falcons, Cowboys to lead us off, followed by the Chiefs, Chargers, and then Sunday night football between the Patriots and the Seahawks. Well, we've got the rest of our Friday afternoon football to decide. Gibbon, just down by two scores. Lucky to be in it at this point. We'll see if they can mount the comeback. We'll take a break, come back with the second half next. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze, or on KXP and Kearney, and online at Preps.com.
9: Experience matters to us, specializing in you.
2: Welcome back. It's about ready for the third quarter of play. 2-0 Bridgeport will be hosting North Platte St. Pat's next week. Gibbon will host Grand Island Central Catholic before we get into the meat of the district play. Someone's going to come away with their first loss in this one. And Bridgeport right now is the leading candidate to come away with the victory. Gibbon will see what kind of halftime adjustments they made. Again, I think you got to be thanking your stars if you're given to be within 14 right now. And if you can mount a big play and seize the momentum in the second half, you never know what will happen. At any rate, though, they'll have to kick it off to Bridgeport as they deferred their option to the second half after they won the coin toss. I don't think you'll see a surprise onside kick here from Gibbon, but you never know. And the ball's going to be teed up here at the 40-yard line. They'll send... Swire's back to receive it. And the referees are running back to their respective positionings. And Gibbon puts the ball on the tee. We're about ready to go here. Abel Avilia is the Gibbon kicker. First time we've seen him in this one. Gets the whistle, puts this one in the air. Nice kick. It's going to be fielded inside the 10-yard line. No, they're going to let it drop. It's gonna roll all the way to the one yard line. He's gonna be fielded there. Spins away from a man at the five yard line. He'll get to the ten yard line. So Swire is able to get ten yards out of it. But he thought that one was gonna go in the end zone, and it basically just stopped right at the one yard line. So he had to field it. So Gibbon able to pin Ridgeport deep into their own territory. They're gonna start at their ten yard line. Most, I think, all but one possession for Bridgeport in that first half, started in given territory. So the one time that they didn't, they were able to not let Bridgeport find the end zone. So exactly the recipe that you wanted to start this one if you're the Buffaloes. Bridgeport will go under center here. my formation, stole the quarterback, hands it off to Fosler. Fossler gets the first down, shifty, lifty, noob. Went on the right side, picked it up. We'll give him a gain of 11 on that play. And gets out of the end zone, shadow their own end zone. Again, there goes Langen, winding the clock. He's got a second game tonight, so they want to get this clock moving. They, typically, you you stop the clock to move the chains. The chains had barely even moved before we had started the clock that time. 11.30 to go here in the third quarter of play. Glad to have you along. Grant Tye back in the studio producing and engineering. I'm Jeff Fable. High atop Gibbon High School. And under center again is Stoll. Stoll hand this one off again to Fossler. Fossler and enemy met by the interior defensive line from Gibbon. I believe Roman Colbert was the first man there. Rodriguez in there as well. So two-yard gain for Cole. He's now approaching 75 yards. We'll see if he cracks 100 in this one. I would think he probably will. And Bridgeport's going to break their huddle here. They're going to go tight formation again. They're not doing their base look where they would have three receivers out there. Now, just as I say that, they're going to send Foster in motion out to the left side. They'll keep in fullback to block. And bad pass there through behind his receiver. And it looked like it was intended for Jacob Wallison, And it's going to fall incomplete. So third down and eight now for Bridgeport. Kind of going away from what was working in the first half of your Bridgeport. Quick short passes to your receivers. You're getting Fossler the ball or running the option with stole. So third and eight. Again, now that we're in the third quarter, Bridgeport's going to defend the north end zone. They're going to go left to right. As you're looking at a radio dial, they're wearing their away whites, yellow pants, Gibbon, home black jerseys, white, blue pants, blue helmets. Third down and eight here. Foster's going to pump fake, or excuse me, stole, and he's not going to be able to get away from the Gibbon defense, and he's going to be sacked inside the 15-yard line. Looks like Aaron Rodriguez got in there. Eric, excuse me. And it'll be an obvious punting down here for Bridgeport. Ball will be spotted at the 12-yard line is what they're No, 15-yard line. So we'll say it's a sack of 10 yards here of Stoll. And Given. exactly how you wanted to start this second half. They're not going to bring in anybody. They're going to try and set up a run. Terrible punt here. It's going to bounce at the 30-yard line, going to roll to about the 36-yard line. So Gibbon with excellent field position to start this one. They're going to start it at the Bridgeport 36-yard line. A couple first downs, and they'll be able to find the end zone for the first time tonight. See if they try to hand the ball off, get Hampton going, or if they'll try to put the hands in the... Young quarterback Braxton Smith's hands. He was just two of five passing in that first half with two interceptions. Two men split here to the left, one to the right. They're going to fake left. They're going to throw it now left. It's going to be picked off. Yes. Wow. Sort of looked picked off. Then the Gibbon defender nearly ripped it right back. They went to the ground, and Braden stole for Bridgeport picks it off. Inside the 10-yard line, they're going to mark it down at the 8-yard line. So, gosh, what an athletic play there for Bridgeport. Braden stole threw it right back, or bailed his self out, basically, intercepting the opposing quarterback. Bridgeport now their our own 7-yard line. Under center here. Fake the handoff. Now they'll hand it off to Fossler. Fossler spins forward. Gains probably half the needed yardage. We'll give him a gain of five. Just keep feeding him the ball. That's his 13th carry in this one. And 9.05 to go in this one. Gippen just making too many mistakes in this one. That's third straight pass now that's been intercepted. By Braxton Smith. Under nine minutes to go. Under center here. Stole. He's gonna hand it off to the running back, Fossler. He'll get met right there by the Gibbon defense. He'll spin forward, maybe gain a yard out of the play. Third down now. Getting closer and closer. Oh, decent spot there. They're gonna say he spun forward. Must have landed on a Gibbon Buffalo. And we'll give them another two yards there. Third down and two now. 8-19 to go, third quarter of play. Ball spotted on the Bridgeport 16-yard line. Gibbon defense, playing really well on this one, they've had disadvantage most of the night in the field position battle. We're going to roll right, going to try and hit in the fullback, Mason Nichols out in the flat. But it's going to fall incomplete, and I'll stop the clock with 7.59 to go in this one. And It'll be punting time here for Bridgeport. Man, Bridgeport or Gibbons' defense is answering the bell almost every time they can. It's up to the offense now to stop putting them in such a tough situation. Three straight turnovers here for the Buffaloes. Offense. And they're gonna send a man back to return. They're only gonna put him at the forty. They're not confident this wind that Bridgeport's gonna be able to get much on this kick. And they're right, that's gonna bounce inside the forty yard line. They're gonna take a decent roll though for Bridgeport. And it'll be down at the Bridgeport forty seven yard line. So Gibbon with back to back possessions now that will start in Bridgeport territory. This one again at the forty-seven. So an eleven yard field position flip on the interception, so given their third turnover, but that time they weren't burned on it with points. But at this point, you're running out of time. Still plenty of time left. You've got a whole quarter and a half to go, but you got to score to win, and given has yet to do so. Twins to the left, flip man to the right. They're going to hand it off here to the running back, Hampton. Hampton, positive gain there. Gains, let's call it four. Still unable to get back to zero on the total yards. He's still got negative one total rushing yards. Trying to break into that Bridgeport defensive line. Same formation here for Gibbon. Smith will take this one. It's going to be a design quarterback keeper. He had a good run on this in the first half. This time he's going to be hitting the backfield and he'll lose three yards. Not able to turn the corner and and beat the Bridgeport defender. And that was good closing speed there by the weak side linebacker here for Bridgeport. Looked like that was Loomis, the sophomore linebacker. So Gibbon now with third down and nine. See if they elect to pass here. Twins to the near side. Split to the right side. They're going to try and hit him in the... Slant, and they do, nearly intercepted. Bridgeport tried to jump the route. That's probably why it wasn't uh, deflected. Uh, making a shoestring tackle. Was stole. So a gain of five for Smith. Just third completion there. And it'll bring up fourth down and two. And I believe Gibbon, since in bit of a momentum switch here. If they don't pick it up, they're going to call a timeout to talk it over. We'll take it with them. You're listening to High School Football on KXP and Kearney and online at PlattenRiverPreps.com.
7: Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me?
2: And welcome back to Gibbon High School. Out of the timeout, Bridgeport still leads it 14 to 6-16 to go in this one. This pass is going to be picked off. It's tipped right at the line. And it's going to be intercepted by Joshua Warren for Bridgeport. And the fourth interception in this one. And it's going to be returned to the Gibbon 45-yard line. So can't put that one on Braxton Smith. But it's still going to go as his fourth interception in this one. And... What a play by the defensive line for Bridgeport to just get the hand up, and then it becomes a tip drill, and they came away with it, and they'll start this drive at the Gibbon 45-yard line. 6.06 to go in this one. Stay tuned. We'll have more football for you tonight on our sister stations. Twins to the right, split man to the left. Shotgun look here for Swole. Stole, excuse me. Bad snap, so we will have to keep this one. And he actually fights forward, spins away from two Gibbon defenders, and gains six yards on the play. So an excellent run on first down, a high snap, sort of ruined the play call there. Gibbon, again, with their fourth interception in this game. Unable to get into the end zone, yet I feel like once they do, the team will be able to relax, but 5.36 to go in this third quarter. They're slowly but surely running out of time in this one. If Bridgeport scores here, they'll go up three scores. That might be the final nail in the coffin. Stoll's going to look left, completely skips that throw, not a very good throw at all. Maybe felt the pressure by the defensive line from Gibbon, And it will fall incomplete for third down. Braden Stoll had a very nice, beautiful ball for 39 yards. Complete to Braxton Swire for the second touchdown of the game. Threw it into double coverage, but he threw it just on a dime perfectly to where only Braxton could get that one. They're going to split the fullback out, Mason Nichols, to the left side. First time we've seen him out there. Twins again here to the near side. Bridgeport going left to right. They're gonna run an option here to the left, immediately pitching it to Foster. Foster's gonna turn the corner at the 40 yard line. And I they think they're gonna spot him about a yard short. They said he stayed in bounds. And if you just eyeball it from where I'm at, I think they're about a yard short. Referee Jim Lang will come over and look at it. It says, yep, it's fourth down. Now we're under five minutes to go in this one. No doubt Bridgeport. We'll go for it here. 15th carry now for Cole Fossler, the running back for Bridgeport. Approaching a 100 yards rushing on this one. Braden Stoll in her center here. We'll see if they try to draw him off sides or maybe just a quarterback sneak here. And now they'll hand it off to Fossler. And Fossler, I believe he fell forward enough to get it. Yep, there's the signal. He basically started falling as soon as he had the ball, but he was able to keep his limbs off the ground enough and picked that one up by probably a half of a football. So, one yard carry on his 16th play, and they're at the 35 yard line at Gibbon, 4:14 to go in this one. They're going to try and put it in if they again. If they can get this third score, you've seen nothing from the Gibbon offense of late that would think you can come back in this one. If you're giving, you want to force a turnover, maybe get a defensive score or a special team score to just get, get you right back into it, cut it down to one. Braden Stoll looks left, gets good pass protection on the left side. He's got a man wide open at the 10-yard line and it's going to be caught. Another good catch there by Joshua Warren. Joshua's second catch in this one. And it's going to be a gain of looks like 25 yards for Warren. Seventh attempt in this one for Stoll, and it was a good time to come up with it. Sort of ran a wheel route out of the backfield there, and somehow just found a soft spot in that Gibbon defense. Gibbon must have been playing more of a zone look there. And so now it'll be, I believe, first down and goal from the 10. Yep, the downs will go down. So first down and goal here for Bridgeport. Under center is stole. They'll hand it off to Fossler. Foster hits two or three, then hit hard by three or four Gibbon defenders. Forward progress will still give him a gain of three. Second down and goal now from the seven. Look like Eric Rodriguez was one of the first ones in there. I wonder if you're Bridgeport. If you trust, they've kicked some extra points down here. If you have trust in a kicker to make it a three-score game via a field goal or if you're just going to go four-down territory and just try to punch it in and make it three touchdowns. Under center here. I believe we've got the backup quarterback in there. I believe the quarterback stole. i lost his helmet. And at any rate, backup quarterback comes in, rolls right, Rose a touchdown pass, seven yard touchdown pass. From what you would call the backup, Jacob Wallison, but Wallison was the returning starting quarterback from last year. Threw for nearly a thousand yards as well. So stole heck of an athlete to take out the incumbent. But you can see capable backup there for Bridgeport. And the point after touchdown by Swire is good, and it's now 21 to nothing. Bridgeport with the lead with 2.28 to go in this third quarter of play. We'll take a break. Back with more next. You're listening to High School Football
7: on KXP and Carney and online at platriverpreps.com. Whether it's a construction site or an upscale event, people, you know, got to go. Comfy Bowl Rentals is an experienced, quality source for portable toilet rental. By the day, the week the month, or year. Comfy Bowl offers exceptionally clean hand wash units, trailer and construction units, as well as ADA compliant units. Family owned for over 25 years, and all that time wishing the best of luck to area athletes. Visit
3: online at ComfyBowlRentals.com. Are your Internet demands changing? Just a few short years ago, Internet service was much different than it is today. The everyday home now has an average of 12 connected devices accessing the Wi-Fi modem. You need a robust solution. You need a Redline High-Speed Internet from Nebraska Central Telephone Company. They are the Internet provider who's tested, proven, and has roots deep in your community. Call 888-873-6282 or check them out online at nctc.net. That's Nebraska Central Telephone Company.
2: Warren will kick this one away. It's a low kick. It's going to be fielded by Gibbon Buffalo at the 33-yard line. He's got a decent corner there. Gets inside the or gets to the 42-yard line before he's knocked out of bounds. Ran more again east-west and north-south. Probably could have got a few more. But Bridgeport just trying to kick it away there. 21-0 lead here for Bridgeport. Just gonna try and play mistake-free bat or mistake-free football. Or the final 14-21 to go in this one. Here comes Gibbon again. Four of their last five plays have ended in a turnover. They're gonna hand this one off to Sean Hampton again. Sean just met immediately by Brady Newkirk. Brady's been just terrorizing the interior line from Gibbon and Sean loses, we'll call it one yard, but it might be closer to two. They gave him a good forward progress on that one. And again, he's still negative two rushing yards total on the game. if you can't get anything going rushing, you got to throw the ball. Well, four of their last five passes have been intercepted for Gibbon. They're going to hand this one up. No, they're good fake there. They're going to throw it complete out here on the right side but they're not even able to get back to the original line of scrimmage. We'll say maybe they did, and the ball was complete out here to Jacob Puchero, so Jacob's second catch in this one. And it's back down now to third and 10, 123 to go in this one. Gibbon checking those wristbands, trying to get the play here. They just need a big play here to... Just get the offense going here. They haven't been able to get much going all game long. Fake the pass here to Hampton. And they're going to throw it. And it was intended for, I believe, Carlos Tomeo. But that was nowhere near Carlos. And I believe they're going to nail you up. They threw a flag. Head referee Jim Langen says that was roughing the passer. Braxton Smith just threw it, trying to find Tomeo. Tomeo. Not really anywhere near the ball, but because he got rid of it so quick when uh looked like Trevor Wyden had been the one that roughed the quarterback for Gibbon. So Gibbon will get a free fifteen yards here and get into Bridgeport territory. One oh two to go in this third quarter. Glad to have you along for high school football here on KXPN. Ball is going to be handed off to Hampton. Sean nearly hit the backfield, but counterplay kind of confused Bridgeport a little bit. At any rate, they all still collapsed on Sean after a gain of one yard. So we're under a minute to go. I'd like to thank the fine sponsors that allowed us to be here a little bit late notice, but, uh, you know, Advertisers like Adams Quarter Market, Comfy Bowl, Gibbon Pack, Dynamic Tees, you know, they stepped up and said we'd love to support our Buffaloes here, um, here on KXPN Kearney and online at PlateRiverPreps.com. One, probably final play here. They'll send Hampton in motion. They're going to throw it out to him in the flat. It's going to be complete and able to get him going. He's going to be close to that first down. About ten yards after the catch there for Sean Hampton. And that will do it for the... Because they're going to say short of the first down. So it'll be third down and one for the Buffaloes when we come back for the final quarter of play. Bridgeport leads it 21 nothing. Buffaloes with the ball. We'll have it for you next. You're listening to High School Football on KXPN Carney and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com.
5: Gibbon packing, we are small town on a national scale. We're in your backyard. We're your neighbor. And we proudly support the communities in which we operate. Good luck to all area athletes on and off the field. Learn about career opportunities online at AmericanFoodsGroup.com.
0: Buffalo Chips, Gibbons' newest sports bar and restaurant, invites you to stop in before or after the game, located right across the street from the high school, and enjoy the daily special or choose from the great food and drink menu. Open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 1 a.m., Buffalo Chips says good luck, Buffaloes."
2: And we're back here for fourth quarter action. Smith will hand this one off to Hampton. Hampton only needed a yard. It looks like they're going to give him three on the play. So it's 13th carry in this one. That looks like it'll be enough to get him back to even on the night. And Gibbon ball spotted at the 33-yard line. They're going to need three scores in this one. And they're going to be close here. To the red zone, if they can pick up another first down, they'll be in it. Smith, shotgun formation. He's going to hand it off to Hampton. Hampton, again, not going to get anywhere going. He gets hit immediately at the line of scrimmage. can't say it enough, but Brady Newkirk for Bridgeport is just playing like a man possessed in there and just wrestles Hampton to the ground. They'll still say Sean. Was able to muster three yards, though. Positive gain. So, Kirk maybe wrestled him too too good and, and got the takedown three yards later. Smith. Pistol look here. Went to hand it off to Hampton. He turned to the wrong side. As Hampton went on his left hip, Smith looked to the right. Sort of, you know, you call a 20 trap and Hampton thinks it's 21 or I would think that's probably on the quarterback, the young quarterback, making his first start here. So he'll be sacked for a loss. We'll say negative six on the play there. Tough luck there. Just inexperience at quarterback. You wonder if Matt Weissman would have been in there at quarterback, how much more efficient this given offense would be going. We saw them play Donovan Trumbull here. Last week and come away with a victory. Smith throws a pass intended for bomb. Bomback hadn't even broke out yet, so another errant pass here from Smith. And what looked like a promising drive for Gibbon is now fourth down and twelve to go. Ten ten to go in this one. I believe Gibbon's gonna use a timeout here, maybe. Talk about their options. 21-0, they trail in this one. And, man, not sure what the delay is. Kind of people standing around. No, they're going to run play. Waiting for the back judge now to see what the play clock is. They get it off in time. They're going to try and throw one up, and it's go. Oh, Most intercepted again. Ball was intended for Carlos Tameo. Ball hit Braden's stole in the hands. That would have been... His second interception in this one, but it's going to fall incomplete. and Gibbon will turn o- over on downs. And that's one, though, that if you, if you intercept it, you lose the field position because it was fourth down, so ball will be spotted at the 34-yard line for Bridgeport. But still, as a player, you always try to make a play, try to get in the stat sheet with a second interception. to go in this one. A three-possession lead for Bridgeport, so we'll see if they just elect to hand the ball off to Cole Fossler and just try to melt this clock away. Under center, Stoll. He'll pitch it to Fossler. Fossler gets five, spins away, gets six, and falls forward. Probably, we'll call it a gain of eight on the play. Just kept churning those feet. And it'll be second down and two. Clock will be under 10 minutes to go now. And I'm assuming that's what we'll see. Maybe one or two more passes, but I think you'll just see a heavy diet of Cole Fossler. Perhaps Mason Nichols, the fullback. We saw a couple really good first quarter runs from him. Maybe because Gibbon was keying on Fossler. Fessler. Split man to the right. I-formation look here for Bridgeport. Taking all the time they can. They got the five count on. They'll hand it off to Nichols. And just as I had predicted, Nichols gets that carry. He'll get five yards. He's up to 15 now on his fourth carry. And moving the chains. The clock's already running in this one. Richport will huddle up. Wait for the play call to come in here. Looks like Braxton Swire will bring it in from the sideline. Under nine minutes to go in this one. Bridgeport, they just do what they've been doing the last three or four drives. They can pretty much take off most, if not all, the remaining 8.45 to go in this one. Another I-formation look here. Swire to the far right side. Rick Gibbons going to bring heat, try and put pressure on. It's going to flush Stoll out of the pocket. Stoll's going to run with it, though. He's going to have a first down. He scrambled to the right and picked up, we'll call it a gain of 13. Nice scramble there by Braden Stoll. Stoll with his seventh carry in this one. Picks up another Bridgeport first down. Ball will be spotted at the 40 yard line here. Clock moving as the chains have now been set. Same formation look, but they'll flip it this time. Dylan Metz will be the split man to the left this time. Taking all their time here. And they'll hand it off to the fullback. He gets hit hard right there at the line of scrimmage. He still falls forward and gains four yards, does Mason Nichols. But he took a licking from the uh, Gibbon defender there. I believe that was number 75 that laid the wood, Roman Cobalt. 7.35 to go. Gibbon's still playing hard. They've played hard this entire game. Amicable effort, but they just... Too many mistakes offensively is what's going to do them in on this one. 7.20 to go in this one. Same formation this time. Swires, the split man to the left. Stoll will go under center and take all the time there. Five counts on from the back official. And they're going to pitch it to Fossler. And Fossler... Gains probably a yard on the play. His 19th carry in this one, but most importantly, just keeping the clock running. Under seven minutes to go now in this final quarter of play. Bridgeport still 35 yards away from pay dirt, and they'll be content taking about six minutes to get there. Trevor Widener in now at. Wide receiver for Gibbon. And same I-formation look for Bridgeport. They're going to hand it off to Fessler. Fessler gets across the 30. He's going to be spun down there at around the 27-yard line. So a nice gain of 8 on the play. And we'll move the chains for a first down. And with that carry, he's now at 102 rushing yards is Fessler on his 20th carry. So about five yards per carry on that one. Had the big 11-yard touchdown run to opening scoring in this one. Clock reads under six minutes to go. Now ball spotted again on the Gibbon 27-yard line. Five counts on. They'll get the snap off. They'll hand it off. No, good fake there on the option, triple option. They faked it to the fullback. Quarterback kept that one, and in the last second, pitches it to Cole Fessler. Fessler is going to be knocked out of bounds. And is there a flag on the play? I can't tell. No, I don't believe. It. I think that was just a, a towel there. Bridgeport's primary colors are yellow, of course. So, see a piece of yellow laundry on the field. You never know. they will pick up the first down. They'll spot him at the nine-yard line. So, we'll call it a gain of 18. Or Fessler, first down and goal, five minutes to go in this one. Stole going to center. Split way to the left here is Swire. They're going to hand it off here to Fessler. And Fessler's going to keep churning and churning. He wants into the end zone. I think he's going to be a yard short. Yep, they'll spot him, I believe, at the one-yard line. Tough at this angle to see if that's the one or the two-yard line. They'll say two on the scoreboard. So we'll give him a gain of seven. 22nd carry for Cole Fessler, and this will likely be his final possession. I would think if they find the end zone here, they'll put in some younger kids for some meaningful snaps here. High formation look. They'll flip it to the strong side now. Under center with 420 to go. We'll see if they reward Fessler with the touchdown here, and they'll hand it off to him, and there he is into the end zone. Two yard touchdown plunge by Cole Fessler. It's his second touchdown in this one, and that makes it Bulldogs 27 to nothing over Gibbon. Point after touchdown coming up. Rexon Swires acts as the place kicker here. He's perfect tonight, three for three. High snap. Maybe it's a fake. I'm not sure. Swire. Stole, excuse me. Stole was the holder, and so since he's the backup quarterback, he would have had a good chance of making a play with it, but he had nowhere to go, and he got chased out of bounds. So the point after touchdown is no good. 420 to go in this one. Bridgeport leads it by a score of 27-0 to over Gibbon. Stay tuned. We'll have more for you next. You're listening to High School Football on KXP and Kearney and online at plantriverpreps.com.
5: Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Gibbon Insurance Agency proudly supports all area athletes. For your primary insurance, including home, auto, farm, and business. Unbeatable customer service is what you get at Gibbon Insurance Agency. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, or visit online at GibbonInsurance.com.
9: This sports broadcast is brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams Corner Market is your full-service grocery store with the freshest produce and meat. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service. Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Good luck, athletes.
2: Warren will kick this one off for Bridgeport Deep. And he's almost going to make the tackle. He just about did a low kick. He kind of, I think, designed it that way. Gibbon will return it here to the 26-yard line with 4.13 to go in this game. Stay tuned. The New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame shows coming up. Too much Cole Fessler, though, for Bridgeport. He's now at 127 total yards on, I believe, 23 carries. He's got a couple of touchdowns as well. And Gibbon offensively just made too many mistakes, unable to find the end zone. Had they scored a few times, you may never know. Um what kind of game we would have had in this second half. Ball's going to be handed off here to Hampton. Hampton's going to lower his shoulder and barrel into the defender. Looked like Cole Fossler in there. Got, he's so used to laying the wood, he got hit pretty hard there by Hampton. or Perhaps that was Jesus Hernandez, number 23. Jesus with his first carry, excuse me. So we'll give that carry to Jesus, his first of the game. Gain a seven on the play. They'll hand it back to him this time, and this time he's met by, guess who? Newkirk. Brady's hecking a heck of a game there for Bridgeport. Had some help there from his other defensive linemen, but not going to be fooled on that second carry. We'll say no gain on the play for Jesus. Third down, seven to go, or excuse me, six to go. And they'll hand it off a third time here. No gain, looks like about two yards. So fourth down and a long two here. We'll see if they elect to punt it or get the younger kids some meaningful snaps here. I believe that's what they'll do. If you're worried about giving Bridgeport the short field, I doubt they'll try to run up the score here. They'll probably just take three knees and get out of here. So fourth down and two. And Gibbons actually going to kneel on it there. A lot of confusion out there. Looked like some of the younger guys for Bridgeport were going to try and blitz there. And Gibbon, we'll take a timeout to kind of talk about the JV kids and what they want to do here on this final possession. We'll take it with them. You're listening to high school football. Gibbon leads it, or Gibbon trails it by a score of 27-0, 2:15 to, to go. 27-0 lead for Bridgeport. 215 to go in this one. I'd like to thank many of the fine given sponsors that allowed us to be here on such late notice, including Buffalo Chips Sports Bar and Grill, Nebraska Central Telephone Company, given Insurance Agency, and Adams Corner Market. Bunch of reserves in for both teams now. 215 to go in this one. New quarterback for Bridgeport is Colby Lissetto, and Colby will hand this one off to his running back. And... I believe that was number 32, Angel Arizola. So Arizola gains two on the play. And now we're under two minutes to go, so I would imagine two, maybe three more snaps for Bridgeport. And this one will be over. Colby Laceto will go under center again. I-formation look here. They're going to pitch it. To Parker Parkhoff, or excuse me, Ferenkoff. Parker. Looks like he'll gain two yards on the play as well. 122 to go in this one. Third down and six. Subs coming in now for Gibbon. Looks like Ray Alavazargina into the game. Seeing his first snap in this one. By the time Bridgeport will break, the huddle will be under one minute to go. And there they are now. It's 56 seconds to go in this one. Third down and six. There's the back judge saying you guys got five seconds to go here. They'll snap it here. Hand it to the fullback again. And Arizona gets, looks like maybe two more yards. So two yards at a clip here for both teams. It'll be fourth down and four. So we'll have one final play here, it looks like, for Bridgeport, 26 seconds to go in this one. We don't know if they have to get this one off, but if you snap it with three seconds to go, that'll be the final play of the game no matter what. And that's looking like exactly what they'll do. They'll go in a shotgun look here, so my guess would be a kneel. Maybe a pass. It's gonna be a low snap. And they're gonna fall on it here. And the clock's read zero, and that's your ball game. They have made sure that the clock had read zero. I think this veteran official crew. They've got another game to go to. So turnover on downs here. To end the ball game. Bridgeport wins it by a score of twenty-seven to zero. We'll take a break, come back with a new West Sports Medicine orthopedic surgery post-game show next. You're listening to High School Football on KXPN Kearney and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com.
5: Given packing, we are small town on a national scale. We're in your backyard, we're your neighbor, and we proudly support the communities in which we operate. Good luck to all area athletes on and off the field. Learn about career opportunities online at AmericanFoodsGroup.com.
0: Buffalo Chips, Gibbon's newest sports bar and restaurant, invites you to stop in before or after the game, located right across the street from the high school, and enjoy the daily special or choose from the great food and drink menu. Open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 1 a.m. Buffalo Chips says, Good luck, Buffaloes.
10: BB Carpet and Donovan. Now with Pergo Extreme Rigid Flooring, where high performance runs deep. Deeper visuals, deeper protection, deeper warranty. For the number one preferred brand in flooring, Pergo Extreme offers unmatched durability and a guarantee you expect from a high performance floor. Pergo Extreme's warranty is Worry Free for Life, providing extreme debt resistance, 100% kid and pet proof warranty, and waterproof warranty. For the Worry Free solution, see BB Carpets and Donovan, and you'll see why your friends say, that's where we always go. Welcome back to Gibbon
2: High School for the Preventive or excuse me the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post game show. Certified fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We'll, we'll pick it up here in the second half. It was 14 to nothing Bridgeport. In that second half, they took their opening possession with three and out. Gibbon had a short field. They were on the Bridgeport 36, you thought if they could score here, you could get back into this game. But their pass was intercepted by Stoll, the starting quarterback intercepted one. And then uh, Bridgeport, unable to do much with it, did go three and out and had to punt the ball as they started the ball. They are that drive on their seven yard. So given with another chance, but this time again, another interception by Bridgeport. Then Bridgeport was able to make them pay this time. Jake Wallison, the backup quarterback who had been the starter for some part of the season, Come in after the starting quarterback Stoll's helmet had come off. He threw a seven-yard touchdown pass and put Bridgeport up 21-0. Gibbon, then unable to get anything going offensively, struggled all night, just turned the ball over on downs that time. And then Bridgeport, late in that fourth quarter, a two-yard touchdown run by Cole Fessler. Point after touchdown was no good, 27-0. And the final two possessions was dominated by the JVs, and so not much yardage for either team in that one. We'll take a break, look at the final numbers next. You're listening to High School Football on the on KXPN Kearney and online at
7: PlatteRiverPreps.com. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your insurance agent know your name? Or would you call an 800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Instead, contact Barney Insurance, your local independent agent with auto owner's insurance. Barney Insurance. Trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue N and 56th Street in Kearney, also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Barneyinsurance.net.
1: Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs.
7: The Cheesy Burrito has been one of Amigos' faves for almost 40 years. That gooey cheddar cheese wrapped in a warm tortilla started out just for the kids and became so much more. Right now, in honor of our 40th anniversary, Amigos is offering three new Cheesy Burritos, three cheese for an all-new twist, black bean queso for veggie lovers, and chicken bacon ranch for everyone. Great Cheesy Burritos aren't just for kids. So make today a cheesy day at Amigos.
2: Welcome back to Gibbon High School. I like to thank the Fine Hospitality of allowing us to be here. Such short notice. Again, we'd like to thank those fine sponsors that did step up and allow us to be here. Again, I'll say them one more time. Buffalo Chips Sports Bar, Nebraska Central Telephone Company, Gibbon Insurance Agency, Adams Corner Market, Comfy Bowl, Mid-Nebraska Garage, Dynamic Tees, and um, Gibbon Packing Plant. So, if you if you're able to listen to the game and, and you're a fan of the Buffaloes, go thank those businesses that stepped up to allow us to be here today. We'll take a look at the numbers. We'll start with Gibbon, unable to get again much going defensively, but Bridgeport, such an improved team, they're going to advance to three and zero on the season. We'll start with Gibbon. Braxton Smith, backup quarterback, had to come in and uh, make his first start here. Uh, he was five or no, excuse me, four of ten passing for 29 yards, did throw those five interceptions, so wasn't able to set up the run game. Sean Hampton, the starting running back, 14 carries for no yards. Braxton Smith was able to scramble around and get four yards running, and then Hernandez, late in that game, was able to get nine yards, so that's 13 total rushing yards to go with those 29 passing tu- or passing yards on Smith's four completions for a total of 42 yards. Jacob Cochera, the leading receiver in this one. For Gibbon. Now let's take a look at the numbers for, uh, for the victorious Bridgeport Bulldogs. Led by Cole Fessler, 23 carries for 127 yards and two touchdowns. Mason Nichols, the fullback, 5 carries for 19 yards. Braden Stoll, the quarterback, scrambled around 7 times for 27 yards. Braxton Swires and Damon Bell, each with 5 yards a carry. There was a team sack for 10 yards. Arizola had come in and got 6 yards in that fourth quarter of action. Welleson threw it one time for seven yards, and the touchdown uh, in relief stole uh, was three of seven, uh, passing for 70, 71 yards and a touchdown, so 246 total yards of offense for Bridgeport. And again, Bridgeport now will advance to 3-0 on the season. They'll take on North Platte State Pats, a team that's currently undefeated, And North Platte State Pats will take on GICC, who conveniently will be Gibbon's opponent next week right here at Gibbon High School. Well, that'll wrap it up. We've got, again, NBA basketball coming up here in about an hour and a half. Western Conference Finals, Game 1 between the Nuggets and the Lakers. Stay tuned. If you've got uh, 26 minutes to kill, uh, go do so. And then if uh, you want, go listen to Arcadia, Loop City, and Amherst over on Power 99, Adam Central, and Kozad over on 1230 KHS. St. Cecilia and Centura over on our sister station, uh, 1550. For those uh, 1460 listeners, we'll take you to the NBA game again pregame at 730. When all the scores are done, stay tuned for the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show on 1230 AM KHES and Power 99. Grant Ty will take you the rest of the way. For Grant back in the studio, I'm Jeff Babel. Have a good night, everyone.